0: Welcome back to Nothing Even Matters with Colby and Ken. Woohoo! Hello.
1: Hello. No, Is this thing on? No, I'm kidding. How's everyone doing? Last time we heard from you, we did our hot takes. Yeah. I'm hot. I need a jacket now to cool off mm-hmm. and talk about something that I think is cool. Confident. No, Yay. stop. <laughs> um, hope you all have a great winter break coming up, and let's get into the question of the day. Yeah. What's something you used to be insecure about? Let me slow down. What's something you used to be insecure about, and how did you get over it?
0: Um... Hmm.
1: Which is honestly point one for the whole okay. topic.
0: I think I used to be insecure. I don't, I don't think, I know. I used to be insecure about being quiet and I think for the most part I've gotten over it. Nice. How? Yeah. Um, Just accepting the fact that I'm different from other people and people are different from me and that's okay. And I'm not weird for being a quieter person and that there's a lot of strength in that. And also I feel like God has really protected me with my quietness through a lot of things, so I'm really grateful for that.
1: For sure, for sure. Um, I used to be insecure about many, many things. Yeah. I'm trying to think off oh, the top of my head. I love how I asked the question, I don't know. I mean, probably body weight. Yeah. Um, I was really overweight in high school and lost a lot of weight in high school and then gained some weight back in college, and so that's always an ongoing struggle. Uh, or like body image in general. Insecure about, that probably i also used to be i mean i used to be like bookworm nerdy type Mm -hmm. i was never like a nerd but like i was definitely always um i I guess bookworm is the way the kids would say it these days it wasn't just books though but like always like a fun fact about something and people used to be like oh okay like she thinks she knows everything and it was always maybe insecure to be like confident in Mm -hmm. being smart i guess yeah um which thank god i go to chapel i mean any college in the world people Mm -hmm. are smart but thank god i go here now because it's just like everyone's smart where right? i don't yeah. even feel like i'm top 10. It so. is humbling. it's very humbling in a good way it feels comforting to know like i love some people light up what they're really passionate about yeah and it's like you see that all the time here mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's the weirdest things to me personally but it's like you go kid you yeah. love that turtle you talk about <laughs> turtle. it you know it's
0: something also i think about a lot is in middle school or whatever i would always be like i cannot do my hair like i don't I can't do makeup <laughs> like what my clothes look weird and like you grow out of that. I mean, for the most part. And now I'm like, oh, I can do my hair, and like, I can put together an outfit, and I look put together. And you just get older, and
1: you get older know. and wiser, and you develop your own tastes. It's okay like, to be
0: an awkward teenager.
1: I wish we go back to it. It builds character, it and does. not in the way of people like, oh, I wish kids were ugly. Because no, but it builds character to be to come into your own and to figure out who you are yeah. individually, without social media persuade, like, we didn't have Inst- like, I know we sound old, we say this, but we didn't have Instagram to tell us what the trend was. Mm-hmm. We saw what we saw on the catalog, or when you walk in front of justice, and we ran with it. And we had to build our own, yeah. develop our own sense of self and our passions in a way that people don't have to these days, mm-hmm. not to anyone better than the other, but I think it built character for sure. Yeah. But when you're thinking about building confidence, how do you really begin to become more confident person, both I mean, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of yeah. that?
0: I think you have to realize that you have a lot to offer and that if you're just following what other people are doing and aren't confident in what you have to offer, then you know what I'm saying? Like you have to believe that you are unique and have things to give to other people or else you probably won't find your confidence.
1: I agree. I think you definitely have to know it for yourself. And I think you also have to have a perspective shift of every week, why do i view this as a weakness whatever it mm-hmm. is and then like looking for examples of where people have their weaknesses weaknesses ultimately like shape them or make them stronger or whatever the cliche is but like actually like moses was scared of speaking and literally his words to pharaoh mm-hmm. ended up I mean, obviously god but you know like god spoke through him in that insecurity where he freed all of israel like from egypt's um from being in slavery in egypt where you have to look at what your weaknesses and kind of evaluate okay well how can i invite god into this to yeah. improve it and it can be anything it literally can be as i think it's dumb now as i'm older but like it can be as dumb as oh my god i'm so fat like that's something that i think back looking back at pictures i'm like why did i think yeah, that same but it can be something as small as that which is life-consuming when you mm-hmm. go through it to something as big as like i feel so insecure about xyz I, like this is like plaguing me with fear and anxiety whatever it is how do I invite God into this to showcase his glory in it? I think that's the first step.
0: That's also so fun when you actually like surrender things to God and are like, can you teach me about this or help me with this? And he does and you're like, wow, I wanna keep doing that, you know? Exactly. Doing it it by myself is so counterproductive.
1: Counterproductive and it also really forces you to view, it puts things in perspective about how superficial a lot of our insecurities Mm -hmm. actually are um because again when we're in them they're so life-consuming like people who okay body issues or like i know acne is a big one when mm-hmm. i had really bad acne especially um but that's like something where like looking back it's very superficial in terms of like this no one's looking at me nonstop, but you yeah. think that people are um the issue itself isn't superficial it's good to want to learn like you said root causes and how the lord reveal that to you but the thought process that like is everyone's staring, but right. that no one's doing that. Like, yeah. I don't look at someone and be like, whoa, her nose is huge. Like, that's never my first thought. Yeah. But like, you might think that when I, people look at you or whatever. So it's just like, when he, you started to him, you start to see beyond this simple, like this woo, superficial or the temporary anyways, mm-hmm. where it's not that your insecurity necessarily goes away like you might still have acne you might still have this issue or whatever you think but the way that you approach it will be so different that you'll have no choice but to be confident in it
0: yeah and i think another part of that is if it's something like you're comparing yourself to somebody because you don't know something or you can't do something it takes a lot of humility but to if someone starts doing something you're like i don't know how to do that could you help me or like could you show me yeah i think that grows a lot of confidence and like character and just humility in you that is very good
1: it's really good and i also think that jealousy um is normalized because it's a normal emotion Mm. but it's not proverbs i was looking back to see if 25 or 26 so one of the two literally says it's worse than having like intense anger or wrath Mm. in your heart jealousy is worse than that because jealousy is like the root of bitterness for sure and i think that when you notice yourself being jealous you have to ask yourself why what is it and what? why am I not trusting that God has that for them the same way he has something equal equally as cool or as great for me Mm -hmm. because I used to struggle with like jealousy but not in the way of like I would resent that person but just like in a way of like anxiety in my own life I'm not doing what they're doing and I thought about I'm just like whatever they're not in competition with me I'm not competition with them whatever they have would not have worked for me it would have sucked if I was in their position not because it's not a great opportunity yeah I wish I was in New York with the NBA draft or I don't even know what I'm trying to say but yeah i would have loved it but that's not what god had for me so it wouldn't have Mm -hmm. worked and so really evaluating like do you are you going to trust that he has better for you not better for you than them but better for you than where you're at right now too Mm -hmm. that's really helpful yeah i also think that um seeing if you can make small steps like of course pray about it give it to him but there are certain ways you can take accountability you're never going to get over your insecurity of speaking in public if you don't ever give yourself a chance right. to speak in public like you have to speak to you people. gotta put yourself out there you have to
0: easier said than done but like you have to do it
1: of course you're never gonna get over your insecurity of oh, I always get insecure when I go to the gym mm-hmm. okay we have to go more to the gym like you have to go for that fear and taking those practical steps towards doing it helps but it also it comes down to like make it small make it baby steps like celebrate the small wins as much as celebrate mm-hmm. the big wins you're not gonna go and do a full 90 day body shred and like or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you like, I wanna feel stronger, which yeah. is already a bigger step to me, or I wanna glorify God with the body that he's given me and do the best I can to take care of it. Okay, cool, we've moved away from this step of being so caught up in the, like the physical of it all. We're, like, yeah. we're in the spiritual. Now, how am I gonna make that small step? I'm going to, one day a week this week, I'm gonna cook a meal instead of eating out. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. you did your one day. You're gonna see that, okay, you've left for tomorrow. Great okay, I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna just walk on the treadmill because I just wanna get my steps in and increase my cardiovascular health. Okay, mm-hmm. great, like you're making those small steps and you wouldn't have made those steps unless you had surrendered to God because your heart wouldn't have been in the right yeah. place anyways. It would have been, oh my God, it's been my body. I've gotta go do this absolute extreme measure and you would have failed because you skipped point A, which is consulting God about it.
0: Yeah, and also if there is something that you know you need to do, but you're so scared, ask god for help i feel like we keep saying that but genuinely when you do it changes everything and it allows you to rely on him and not yourself exactly and it ju- like things just go together when you ask god to help you do something like do you know the number of times i ask god to like help me write my papers because i cannot do it on my own like i don't have the focus i don't have the motivation i don't have the desire and it's god has to help me do it
1: And the paper he's written does it not it does want to make a way everybody and obviously i could do better
0: my the work i do is not the best and that that's on me and i can do better but god is helping me
1: he helps asking him for help also does nothing for him it does everything for us god doesn't need me to like how do i word this in a proper way but like a lot of times when we think about a relationship or whatever god is just so gracious Mm where there's nothing i can do to please God, nothing I can do to add to God. I'm never gonna be worthy of even stepping in his presence. Yeah, I can. Take advantage of it. Like come boldly before his throne and make your request, no, Hebrews 4.16. Like it takes boldness and confidence to fully surrender, but you have to understand like it's all for you. Like he doesn't get anything out of you sitting here and like suffering in silence. Or if you come, like he gets everything from being able to help you out because like that shows that you trust him with what you're doing. Mm. And if you trust God in little things, you'll trust him in the bigger things. And if you're faithful in little things, be even more faithful in the big things. Where it's just like, if you trust God in writing a paper, you're going to trust him when you graduate college. Like, yeah. it's a small thing, but it's like, okay, well, God got me through college. He got me to college through it. He's going to get me the job after college. Like, that's how it works, where it's like, okay, you see God move in such small ways that you realize it's not even small. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I could not have got the paper done if it wasn't for God. Right. That's crazy. Like, If I wasn't a Christian or if I didn't have God, I'm not saying if I wasn't a Christian because it reigns in the just and the unjust, but if I didn't have God moving, whether I see it or not, I would not have gotten it done. Like, that's insane that he's listening to something as small, quote-unquote, as that. Mm -hmm. And then he moves in even bigger things all the time. Everything he's doing right now is setting you up for what's next for you, so... I wholeheartedly believe surrendering is the key to building that confidence because your confidence won't come from you. It'll come from confidence in him. Yeah. That's another huge thing.
0: Because your confidence in you will go away.
1: It's fleeting. If you
0: have it, it'll go away.
1: It's very fleeting. Because why would you be confident? You let yourself down every day. Yeah. You're supposed to go to the gym today. You didn't. You're supposed to make your bed today. You didn't. All those different things. You can look at it as letting yourself down. You can, which that's a whole other thing. And also,
0: we're just, we're humans who are going to die. Like, we can't live forever. So, eventually your body's going to let you down eventually you know?
1: it lets you down every day yeah. <laughs> like everything this world has fallen it's literally nothing to it that's going to be worth oh, what am I trying, like there's just this, this world's fallen and there's a lot of things that are obviously inherently wrong and all these different things but if you think about like beyond that our god is good mm-hmm. and there's nothing that he is going to um give you or like anything like that that's not going to be something else will stand you through and you'll get confidence in that it's just like mm-hmm. look i don't know how i'm gonna pay this bill tomorrow but i know god's got it like that's just a faith that you can have or like i don't know how this paper is going to get done i know god knows and that's en- that's enough for me and that's yeah. such a beautiful way to build confidence and really reevaluating okay it should be confidence towards him and mm-hmm. not in our own selves yeah which yeah i think that's the cheat code to building confidence mm-hmm what do you think?
0: I agree. And it brings God glory because you're not, like we said earlier, thinking about yourself the whole time. And also I was reading, I can't remember where it was. I think it was in first Corinthians that God uses like the foolish of the world and the weak of the world to like, wow, I'm blanking right now, but you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm lost.
1: It's okay. Are you talking about like how God uses like who as weak?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's no one in the Bible that you think would be like, we see. And also we see their lives in its totality. So we're always like, oh my goodness, King Mm -hmm. David. or We see like Noah and his faith or whatever. But if you think about the zoomed in today, Like, everything that he did in every individual day built up to what God was doing in the grand scheme of things. Where one day you can look back over your life, or your kids will do it, or your grandkids will do it, or someone will do it. And you'll see, whoa, like, her faith for God was crazy insane. Like, if you Mm -hmm. think about, but we only see it zoomed in right now. So, when you look at their life zoomed in, people who live with David or people who live in Noah's time, they thought he was a freak. Like, they thought he was literally the weirdest person ever. He was weak. He was dumb. All these different things zoomed out. You know, like birth nations, like everything that we have built our faith on comes from a lot of the things that like the Holy Spirit used in his writings to teach us or whatever. So it's like, even though you seem weak now or whatever, that's where God can move. Like, why would God move in someone? He moves in everyone he chooses to, obviously. But like, it's just so much easier to have a more humble and surrendered heart anyways, or a desperate heart, a heart that's longing for him, than a heart that's secure in its own self, in its own ways, in its own doing. Yeah, that heart can be hardened a heart that's desperate for any kind of healing and just wants to touch Jesus as him, like that's a heart that he can use versus, Mm -hmm. okay, like, yeah, I'm the the stuff and I got my life together and all that. And like, like Proverbs said, like God's laughing. He hasn't hasn't said that directly, but like actually every plan that you make, like you can make your plans, the Lord's plans will prevail anyways. So I'm personally choosing to be confident in his plans over Mm -hmm. mine because I don't want to make plans and get happy about them and they eh, collapse.
0: And if you are somebody who tends to not want to trust God or like isn't aren't you aren't desperate for him you just pray that you would be like that's what I have to do sometimes when I don't want to like hear what God has to say to me or things I know God is prompting me to do I'd be like can you just change my heart so that I would want to do those things you know
1: yeah he'll definitely change the desires mm-hmm. of your heart and it's not an overnight thing all the time but you'll gradually see yourself mm-hmm. evolve and change to go, grow closer to him and to begin to see him move in that, like you said, once you make that prayer. Mm-hmm. And also perspective. This is my last point. Um, if I always say this all the time, but, like, when you pray for things, sometimes you're not just going to give you, oh, God, I want a heart that's more joyful and less pessimistic. He's going to put you in situations that test your joy then so you can grow your joy. It's not mm-hmm. all the time going to be like, okay, great. You're happy. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Or patience. Like you're going to be in situations that have There's to build no patience. Traffic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to have to be patient in the littlest things up to the bigger things. And patience a lot of times comes in. Are you patient in him? Like mm-hmm. not just patient with people. Patience in him and trusting him. With a like a ready heart and trusting him well and like waiting well, so a lot of times when you're asking to get those things, you have to also be comfortable with waiting to get those things mm-hmm. and the situations that you'll be put into to receive those things. Yeah, and that builds it up completely. But anywho, that was good. That was my thoughts personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. Okay then. Well, um, we'll see y'all later. Send us recommendations, whatever. Hope you have a yeah. great Christmas. We won't be yeah. here. So
0: bye. Take bye. care. Bye.